0: You can come into the house of the Lord on a Wednesday night and feel what you feel here. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Tell somebody beside you that God's been good to you this week, would you? Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. How many believe that He is a wonderful Savior? Anybody remember where he found you? Anybody remember the altar that you knelt your knee at? Maybe what an altar, maybe it was somewhere out in, in life. you was going about your day and the Holy Ghost just swept in and you knew that was your time. You knew that was your place. Could I, could I just get you for a moment to fasten your mind upon that? Go back to that moment in that day right now and thank him for that. Would you do that? Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah,
0: hallelujah, hallelujah. Precious Savior. How many are glad in the house of the Lord tonight that you're a child of the King? Precious Savior, precious Savior. No matter what you face in your life, no matter what the devil comes and tells you, if you're not, there's an invitation being handed out tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Would you stand with me? Tonight in honor of the reading of the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mark chapter number 10, verse number 13. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mark 10 and 13. You know, I'm I'm so happy to be here for this month. But I've I've learned something. And a family like you have here leading you, it's very easy at this stage, having pastored as long as they've done, to just go through the motions, just know all the right things to say, all the right actions to, to enact upon. But I watched him tonight, and forgive me, I I, I wasn't very participatory in the praise and worship. I was just watching as the trueness of his praise and worship was offered up to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for that tonight. I looked over and I, I seen Sister Bushnell. She worshiped God. My wife made mention of it actually Sunday. The way she worships God. Nothing inhibiting her, nothing stopping her, nothing holding her back. When she comes into the house of the Lord, she comes to worship. No wonder is there such an attitude to worship in the house of the Lord. No wonder is there such an open heart to what God wants to do. Hallelujah. I'm thankful, I'm thankful, I'm thankful for people that love Him. I'm thankful for people that know how to get a hold of heaven. I'm thankful for people that know how to worship Him. Aren't you thankful for worship? Aren't you thankful for worship? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's not It's not just the lips, it's the heart. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thankful for every time that I was in dire need and I walked into a service and somebody was worshiping him and he met up with me and he touched me, not because of what I could do, because I was restrained by the world, but somebody got a hold of heaven. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Mark chapter number 10, verse number 13. And they brought young children to him, that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not. For of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God... As a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands upon them, and blessed them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just speak for a few moments. And I want us to, for the next few moments, just pay close attention to the faith of a child. The faith of a child. I, I will endeavor tonight to probably be about as simple as I have in preaching because I'm preaching about the faith of a child. And there is any, if there's anything that is refined and pure, it is the faith of a child. There is nothing that is quite as trusting as the faith of a child. Jesus said, if you're going to make it, you've got to have faith. He didn't tell us to look at, at some of our favorite conference preachers. He didn't tell us to look at our organizational leaders. He said, look in your Sunday school department. Look at the children. And you better learn. He he used a lot of illustrations about nature. Does not nature teach you? And so he taught us that we need to look at the children for our faith. We're going to talk about it for a few moments tonight. The faith of a child. Lord, I pray... In this place tonight, that there is a release of faith. I pray, God, emanating from heaven alone. Hallelujah. Somebody's faith, God, gets mixed up with you. Jesus, and it begins to be increased and it begins to grow. Hallelujah. Let fear, God, come down in this place. Walls of fear, God, let them crumble in this place as faith begins to rise in the hearts, Lord, of your people. Let us identify, God, with that faith, Lord, as a child that we once had. Hallelujah, that's been eradicated by the world and life itself. Let us get in touch one more time tonight in this place with that faith that was given to us on loan from heaven. We'll give you the glory for it. We'll give you the honor for it. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And you can be seated in the name of the Lord. I I worked not too long ago with a, a gentleman that was not able to have children. For years, him and his wife went without children. After 10 long years of of living without children, they decided that they would adopt. And when they decided to adopt, uh, they got more than one. And they have uh, four young, beautiful children that they have adopted. So they went from... Ten years of a home, of having absolutely um, no children running around, to it seemed as though overnight that he had a house full of children. I was talking to him not too long ago about one of the biggest things that he faces as a father. When I, when I talk to this gentleman, he, he does not talk in terms of my adopted children. I've never once heard him Talk about his adopted children. He talks about his children. They are his, and uh, he begins to talk about what happens in the life of a foster child. And he talks about the fact that he, before um, taking these children as his own, uh, went through counseling, and they would talk to him about the fact that these children would take a good amount of time before they actually learned to trust him. And some of them may never trust him, not because of what he's done, but because of what's happened in their past. And so he told me that even today, uh, in the middle of the night, his children will scream out and he'll run to their side and one of them will look at him and say, I didn't know anybody was going to come. He's done it time after time after time. He's run to the side of this young man and held him in his arms as he cries for the fear in his life of something that happened long before this father ever held him. And trying to impart to this young man that he can trust him, that he can put his faith in him, that he loves him and he will be there for him. I, I wasn't talking to this man in regards to this particular story uh, in relationship to preaching. We were just talking about life. I was talking to him about my two children and he was talking to me about his children. And I, I, I began to think about the fact that these young children... Have this lack of trust in their life. I began to think about my own children and the fact that they trust me with everything that they've got. They they would ask me for something and they they know if it's at all possible, I will try to get it for them. If if it is something between life and death, they they know that I would stand in the gap for them, that I would make. The difference for them. They do not know what it's like to have a father and a mother that have failed them. I I come to the house of the Lord tonight to talk to us about the faith of a child. I, I remember going to school when my son was a kindergartner. We were driving in the fall There in Indiana, the sun lays just at the perfect height and it's rather bright heading in that direction. And I I remember the sun beaming in the sides of the car door. And as they were beaming in the sides of the car door, my son looked at me in the front seat and he said, Dad, can you please move the sun That's quite a bit of faith, folks. I don't, know, I don't know about you, but that's a little bit beyond me. So we got up to the next turn, and just as probably any father would do, I said, hold on, son, I'm about to move it. And I took my hand up there, and as we turned that car, I moved that son right out of his way. I created a problem. I had to find a lot of turns. The faith of a child. He believed that I turned the sun. Not just that once, but on several occasions. You should have seen the look on his face when I eventually told him, Son, I'm not really moving it. It was as though he lost a little bit of faith in me. I wasn't quite up to par. I wasn't quite as good as he actually thought that I was. He asked me the question because he thought that I could just move it. There was no question in his mind, I'm talking about the faith of a child, there was no question in his mind that I could, with my hand, just move the sun. But because of the fact that I've been through life, because of the fact that I was 35 years old, because of the fact that I've already experienced the world, I realized at this age, at this place in life, I can't move the sun. So as I look back at that little illustration, that, that little snippet of life, that, that little breeze that passed by so quickly, now he sees me and uh, what I, I, I used to be something different to him. He's starting to see that uh, I have some limitations. Matter of fact, he challenged me to a foot race the other day. As fat as I am, I still beat him. He challenged me to basketball, and I'd keep knocking him down. And I told him the same thing my father told me as he'd get him up off the ground. And he would say, why did you do that? Because you're never going to beat me. You're never going to beat me. He has certain faiths that are beginning to wane. He believes in me as a father. He trusts me as a father, but he's starting to understand There are just some things that I cannot do. There are some limitations that are put upon me that I just cannot break out of no matter how hard I try. I'm only human. But there was a place and there was a time in his young life that he believed that I could do anything. He believed that I could move the sun. He believed that I I probably hung the stars and hung the moon. I'm talking about the faith of a child. I I wish I could go back to that time. I wish I could go back to that place and we could drive down the road and I'd hear his little voice say, dad, could you move the sun, please? I wish I could go back there, but I can't ever go back to that place because he's realized now that I'm not all I'm cracked up to be. He realizes now that I'm not perfect. He realizes now that I, I, I'm subpar in comparison to the heights. But when it's all said and done, when you look At the faith of a child, the faith of a child, trust without question. They have no question if you can or if you can't. And so therefore, when they ask the question, they ask it already knowing the answer. Matter of fact, if they ask you for something, they are surprised if you can't do it. And we look at the word of God and here is Jesus as are bringing him these children. And when Jesus saw it, he was displeased with the disciples because the disciples were telling the mothers and the fathers, no, don't bring them, don't bother Jesus with the children. And then Jesus used it as an opportunity to talk about the heart of that child to talk about the kingdom of heaven and to talk about that trust that those children have in their father. I, I look over the story. The scripture tells us that he took them up. He put his hands upon them. He blessed them, but not before. He told them to look at the heart of the child there is something hidden deep in the heart of that child that each and every one of us in the house of the Lord tonight needs to re identify with i don't care in the house of the Lord if your uh, if your heavenly uh if your earthly father has failed you or if he's every time been there for you it makes no difference in comparison to your heavenly father Perfect faith is not the absence of fear, but the belief in your God that can deliver you to or from your situation. Those three Hebrew boys walked into that fiery furnace. They looked back into the eyes of that king and they began to tell him, listen, We serve the God of heaven. And if he delivers us, or if he doesn't deliver us, he's still God. It really makes no, that's faith. Faith is not saying that he's going to deliver us every time. Faith is saying he's still God. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Thou art with me. Thy rod and Thy staff, they comfort me. When we truly put our faith in God, we realize it might be dark outside, but there is a light, hallelujah, in my heart that comes from heaven. There might be chaos all around me, but there's a peace that passeth all understanding in my soul. Why? Because I have a heavenly Father. Father because I have a heavenly father that makes me a child of God. That gives me confidence in the house of the Lord tonight. That puts a faith in my heart. Why does it give me faith? Because on my own, I'm nothing. Because on my own, I can accomplish nothing but temporal things and I can accumulate material things. But when I put my faith in God and I put my trust in God, and I put who I am in the hands of God and I purpose my life as a child of God. He becomes my heavenly father. And I can trust him. I can trust him. I can trust him. Why can you trust him? Because he's never failed me. Because he's never let me down. I've been through the world. I've been through tough times. I've experienced life. I realize I can't do it. But I turn to the one. That holds all of heaven and earth. In his very hand, and I realize there is a solace. Hallelujah. There is a comfort in knowing that I am a child of God. That faith, that faith that takes root and begins to grow, perfect. Love casteth out all fear. If you've lived any time at all, there are fears in your life. There is something that you have been afraid of. My little girl is afraid of the dark, so we take and we turn a light on. I don't know why she's afraid of the dark. I don't know why children are afraid of the dark. Look at, the, look at the fact that they're afraid of the dark. They're afraid of something that they cannot see. Is that not what faith is? A faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things see I propose to you in the house of the Lord tonight it's just as easy to have faith as it is to have fear I propose to you in the house of the Lord tonight that it's just as easy to believe that you can be healed as it is that you can you're afraid that you're about to get sick I can tell you in the house of the Lord tonight, it's just as easy when you drop those children off from school to have faith that God is watching over them. God is protecting them. That God's mercies are going to be upon them. As easy as it is to worry about somebody coming into that school. Somebody disrupting their class. So... Are you hearing me in the house of the Lord? Hallelujah! I've come to combat some fear in the house of the Lord. It used to be that we were we were high on faith in Pentecost; that, that faith was our moniker. That we we walked Hallelujah in faith, and, and a lot of what we had in life was due to our faith. I was talking to a to a lady in our church, uh, an older lady uh, in our church this week, and she come back into the youth room where I was working, and she said, "Brother Elliot, can I just pray for you?" And I said, "Well, you can pray for me. There ain't no problem with." that just go ahead lay hands on me anoint me whatever you've got to do and she said i i I just feel faith for you she said, I, I, I used to, um, my husband left me, she said, when when I was young and I had a, I had a, a, a home full of kids, she said, and, and we were raised on faith. She said, uh, many times, she said, I'd get in the car and I had to go to another city. She said, and I'd sit down at that car and it'd be on E. She said, I'd drive on E and I'd come back on E. She said, I'd get back in that car after a few days and it'd still be on E. She said, I'd go down the road on E and I'd come back on E. She said, you know what? I figured out she said "He wasn't for empty E was for enough her faith was not in that car Her faith wasn't in the gas station. Her faith was in her God. Hallelujah. She said Lord, here's my situation. This is what I'm facing. This is what I'm up against. I'm not going to start up this car in fear. I'm not going to drive down the road in fear. Hallelujah. If this thing starts up, it's going to be in faith. If it takes off, it's going to be in faith. I want you to know that God, hallelujah, wants to step into somebody's life in this place tonight and Take that fear from your heart and impart to you faith. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Because when faith takes or fear takes root in our heart, it is the absence of our complete and total trust in Him. I believe there are doubts that come our way. I believe that there are fears that come our way, but they should not settle in our heart. They shouldn't take root. They shouldn't take up residence within us. It's life. It happens. There's things that come our way that causes fear, causes anguish, causes doubt, causes us to be disconcerted. But through it all, we bring it to an altar. Through it all, we say, no, 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 no. I can't hold on to this. Why? Because I'm a child of God. He is my heavenly Father. Father. I walked into Maryville, preaching for Brother Hoosier not too long ago. You know, I never, get these, I never get these stories where I laid hands on people and they're healed. I don't get to tell those kind of stories. I walked into Maryville not too long ago preaching for Brother Hoosier. They're in the backwoods. I mean, you drive nowhere and it's right there and they have a good church there. They have two rows and I was preaching and they wheeled in a, a woman on a wheelchair and she's, Missing a leg and she, she sat there about halfway through the worship service. Looked like she might have had some vision problems and probably had diabetes. And in the middle of a worship service, she started crying. And she just threw both of her hands up in the air and began to worship. I thought, this is wonderful. This is amazing. And then she opened up her eyes and she began to scream. And she began to hoot. And she began to holler. And she began to shout. And people standing beside her. She's punching people beside her. And they began to be amazed. And after, after service, I said, Brother, br- Brother Hoosier, what's going on? He goes, let me take you back there. Took it back. And I said, well, well sister, you, you got a blessing tonight. She goes, preacher, I got more than a blessing. She goes, I haven't raised that arm, she said, in 20 years. She said, when I threw up that one arm To praise God, she said, my other arm shot up. She said, I hadn't been in church in years, but I decided I was coming to church tonight. She said, and this is the church that I came to as a young girl. She said, I I threw that one arm up. She said, and God healed my other arm. She said, I can't explain it. I can't... I'm talking about the faith of a child. Hallelujah. I don't, I don't know what her education was, but I can tell you this. She didn't have God figured out. I can tell you this in the house of the Lord. I don't care what kind of an education you have. You can't figure God out. His thoughts are above my thoughts. His ways are past finding out. What would it matter so much that her arm was healed? I'll tell you what it matters. It was the heavenly father saying, I'm looking at my child and I'm going to bless my child. One verse tells us, hallelujah, if you ask for an egg, would he give you a scorpion? No, 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 no. Ask and you shall receive. Knock and it shall be opened. Seek and you shall find. Oh, Jesus would look at him and he he would tell him, hey, listen, if your child asks for something, Why would you give them something that was bad for them? Give them what they want. Oh, I want you to know in the house of the Lord tonight, if your desires are in align line with the desires of heaven, if it is your purpose to build the kingdom of God, throw your hands up in the air and begin to ask Him. If you're throwing your hands up in the air and asking for a boat, don't even worry about it. If you're asking him for a million dollar mansion. Oh, you missed the point tonight. If you're looking for bank accounts that are full. Don't take your time. Hallelujah. But if you're going to seek first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. Then let it be added unto you. There are people under sound of my voice tonight that you need physical healings. There are people tonight that you need emotional healings. I want you to know that his stripes are still efficacious for you. His word still says, by his stripes, we are. We are we are healed. Somebody get a hold Of that childlike faith right now Somebody just begin to petition him Would you in the middle of my preaching Just shut me out for a moment And just begin to talk to the king of kings And the lord of lords Hallelujah Approach him as your heavenly father right now Hallelujah Approach him with the petitions of your heart <laughs> Keep this atmosphere of praise and worship and prayer and petition. Would you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would you slowly just stand to your feet right now? Hallelujah. If you feel like raising your hands, raise your hands. Hallelujah, but no, the spirit is like a dove. It's easily offended. Hallelujah, hallelujah, please bear with me for a moment.'t don't, don't be looking around,'t don't, don't be talking unless you're talking to Jesus. Hallelujah, God, we want that faith of a child, that trusting faith. Hallelujah. This able Lord to believe you for anything. Hallelujah. That's able to trust you for absolutely anything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Somebody needs to begin to ask. Somebody begins to seek. Somebody begin to knock in the house of the Lord.
1: Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Shoriyabha kashataya. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Shoriyabha kashataya. kashataya. Shoriyabha kashataya.
0: Hallelujah, I'm preaching to people tonight that I know there's needs in your life. Hallelujah, there's things that you probably never even verbalized or expressed that you know that you're dealing with internally. Hallelujah. I'm not asking for you to come and confess. I'm not asking for you to come and blurt it out. I'm asking you to come and give it to him tonight. Hallelujah. Leave that fear at an altar and let faith take root. If you want special prayer, we'll pray for you. Hallelujah. But if you want to come and leave those fears at an altar and walk away with faith in your heart, this is the night, this is the time, this is the hour, this is the day. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God I trust you I trust you I trust you I don't know why I'm going through what I'm going through but I trust you I don't know why I'm experiencing what I'm experiencing right now but I trust you I trust that you've either delivered me to it or you will deliver me from it somebody needs to pray with me right now God if you've delivered me to it I know your hand will hold me through it
1: hallelujah hallelujah